You're listening to Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. For more information, visit rightdirection.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Today's message is It's Bigger Than You by Bishop Herbert Bailey. But there's something in here for all of us, particularly at this time. And the Lord gave me this message a couple weeks ago. So let's go to Esther, starting at the, the fourth chapter, verse 10. Esther 4 and verse 10. And it reads, again, Esther spake unto Hattach and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king in the inner court who is not called, there is one law of him of his to put him to death except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live but I have not been called to come in unto the king these 30 days for the last month and they told Mordecai Esther's words then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther you go tell Esther think not with thyself. That's so much right there. Too many people just thinking with themselves. You, you got wrong thought and you're thinking with yourself. You don't have nobody to bounce those thoughts off of. Okay? You're just thinking with yourself. You need, to let, you need to let somebody else hear what you're thinking. Think not with thyself that thou shall escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, this, then there shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return to Mordecai. This answer. And they... they these messages running back and forth. Okay. They didn't have text. See, how much it would have been so much easier. They just couldn't text each other. They had to run back and forth. Go tell. Then Esther said, go tell Mordecai, verse 16, go gather together all the Jews that are present in Sushan and fast ye for me. Neither eat nor drink three days, night or day, I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. I want to speak today and start this series. I'm not going to finish it today. Entitled, Is Bigger Than You. Look, look at somebody on your left or right, or if some you on, if you don't have anybody to look behind you. Tell them it's bigger than you. Come on, come on. Don't be scared. Don't, don't be scared. They ain't gonna hit you. Tell somebody else. Tell them it's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. You know, I often talk about what I call Christian misnomers or Christian contradictions, things that just shouldn't go together 
like a hateful Christian. That just shouldn't be. A mean Christian. Boy, that's one mean Christian right there. Uh oh, I'm, I'm coming right down your aisle now. So I'm going to say, I ain't here for me. A cussing Christian. Really? A sad, that, a sad Christian. I know they're Christian, but they're always so sad. How about this? A drunk Christian. I love the Lord. A violent Christian. And a selfish Christian. And it's not that we can't be these things. We should not be. Paul would write and say, let this not be one's name among you as becoming saints. He said, this is not how you're supposed to be as Christians. He said, I know the world, that, that's how, how they are. I know that's your natural state. But you've been born again. You've been bought with a price. You know, it, Paul writes, when Paul writes uh, uh, in 1 Corinthians, what, the sixth chapter, around there and says, know ye not, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Stop. I'm not, I'm not at men's conference. I can't say what I won't say. Stop, stop being promiscuous. Stop sleeping with everybody. You ain't supposed to be committing adultery. He's writing to the same people he was telling them, y'all talking tongues too much. The same people. And he's saying to them, I want you to understand that the way you used to live before you got saved is not how you're supposed to live now that you are saved. He's really telling them how to activate the love of God and the Holy Spirit that has been, been departed, imparted into them. As I said on, on Thursday night, it's in you. It's in each of us if we are really born again to be everything God wants us to be. It would be wrong of God to expect us to do what we can't do. It would be unjust of God, unjust of God to expect us to live a life that it is impossible for us to live. That's why he said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But some things, it's important that we be conscious of it in order to not do it or do it, whichever the case may be. Certain things, like I said, the epistles were written to people who had come out of heathenism, idolatry, worshiping multiple gods, Poly, polytheistic people worshiping many gods, the sun, the moon, the stars, anything that anybody else will come up with, mythology and all that, who did all kinds of things, who did whatever they wanted to do with their flesh, and now they got born again in this culture. And Paul's saying, I know, now that you're in here, now you're in the kingdom of God, now you're part of the church, this is not how we do it. it that's so important, y'all. That's why the Bible, that's why we have to constantly get our minds renewed by the word of God. And, and can I tell you, I believe the word of God as our guideline is more important than ever now. What is there to give us any moral standards other than the word of God? My son Chandler sent something to me and the pastors. Let me, wasn't planning on going here, but Pastor Chandler sent this to, I don't know if the other pastors weighed in on it. 
He, he was trying to get us to weigh in on it. But he sent us a statement that somebody made. Let me see here. It's made by a Hollywood actor who all you women would love. It ain't Denzel, it's a British one. What's his name? Mm-hmm. And he said this. Divorce is okay. Breaking up is okay. Starting over is okay. Moving on is okay. Being alone is okay. What is not okay is staying somewhere you're not valued and appreciated. Yeah, see, we jump right and say, amen. Now that sounds real good to the soul. That sounds real good to the soul. There's nothing biblical about that. There's nothing biblical about that. And so we hear, even, and the reason why I'm saying it, because even in the pulpit, preachers are saying stuff just that people want to hear. To justify whatever we want to do, the way we want to do it, based upon our feelings. And so uh, Chandler, was, Chandler was trying to get us some, Pastor, y'all y'all not get in on this here. But he was, he was trying to get us to respond to this, and he said, welcome in your thoughts. And I, I text, I said, what makes this even worse is that so many popular preachers echo these same sentiments because it justifies their behavior as well. Well, this church don't leave me, so I don't appreciate me, so I'm leaving. Did God call you to that church? And I said, God knew these times were coming, which he foretold us of in the scriptures, this is my comment in response to this, and tells us to preach in season and out of season. Okay? He says the time will come where they will not heed, he tells uh, Timothy, sound doctrine, but will, will, will have itching ears and go trying to find preachers to tell them what they want to hear. I know I have had people leave this church because they already know my stand on certain things. I know some of y'all don't even want to talk to me no more. When you made up your mind, you're going to do what you're going to do because you already know what I'm going to say. I know that. And it's okay. But God told me what the Lord told me. He said, stop getting so involved in your business but still preach the word from this pulpit. So you don't have to meet. I'm still going to preach it. I'm still going to tell you adultery is wrong. Even if you are separated. Well, who says that, Bishop Bailey, according to the word of God? Sex is good. But God restricted it to marriage. That's why I got married very young. Because I discovered it was good. And I want to keep on doing this good thing. In order for me to do this good thing and be good in sight of God, I need to get married. Why y'all look at me all weird? And so everybody, the Bible says, in, in, in one place it said, in their day there was, their day there was no king and everybody did what was right in his own eyes. So more than ever, we have to have a standard. And it can't be Hollywood. Can't be Hollywood. It can't be the people sometimes who, who have the most money. It can't be the billionaires. 
it, the world's billionaires, that is. It can't be television. I watched a documentary one time. Who, who, what's his name? Norman Lear. That's no. Who produced all those shows? He's still alive. He like he like ninety nine plus hundred. You don't know what I'm talking. Think think Norman Lear, and he and I watched a documentary with him, and he talked. He said my whole purpose was to keep pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope. You know, some of us are old enough to remember uh, Archie Bunker on the family. He produced that. He said, he said, he said, when, when the, the things that Archie Bunker was saying, he said people were saying, but nobody ever heard him on television. He said, my whole thing was to keep pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope, till these things become acceptable to the United States, uh, to, to the viewing audience. Y'all know the biggest thing they're pushing right now? Come on, you know what they're pushing. The homosexual agenda. You can't watch anything. I mean anything. And it'll just come out the blue. You're like, whoa, where that? But, but, but now we're starting to say, oh, yeah, I know where this is going. Why, oh, those two women, they're getting ready to kiss. And there was a time we would go, oh, my God. I mean, now we're like, it's just become more and more acceptable. My point is, and, 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 and we, can come, we, can be, we can become used to things it doesn't make God's standard changed. That's my point. God's standard, I don't care what we're used to. I don't care how many people do things. God's word is still supposed to be the standard for the Christian, not majority opinion. Not majority opinion. Not what even what most preachers are doing. Sometimes I'm, sometime I'm looking at this stuff the church is celebrating like it ain't no big deal. It's a big deal. I ain't gonna go into details. Y'all know the kind of stuff I'm talking about. We act like, no, it's an it's a issue. Nobody's saying nothing. It still don't change God's word. Let every man be alive, but let God's word be true. And I'm gonna keep saying it until I go to my grave. God, we are required to bring our lives up to the level of God's word and not try to bring God's word down to the level of our lives. Well, it's 2022 now. Ain't nobody doing that. Don't come talk to me about the Bible. Well, what else am I supposed to talk to you about? This pandemic, y'all, has brought out a lot of emotions and responses from all of us. In this pandemic, we have really seen what we're made of. And you've seen what other people are made of. You see people who love the Lord and people just come to church. You see people who were, who were putting on a good front because they had titles and positions. And once you wouldn't come to church anymore, I can do what I need to do now or what I really want to do or who I am is going to come out because one of the reasons is that I'm really not under the word to be accountable. I'm not around the church people to be accountable. So let it rip. We've seen fear exposed. Not just fear 
of physical fear, we've seen people, economic fear, fear about our future. All the things I've been teaching y'all for years, this is what we trained for. And, and when, I, when I say this is what we trained for, I know I was real generic. Jesus said stuff, in, in this world you should have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. We said, I know he said tribulation, but that isn't supposed to mean COVID. Who said that? COVID falls under tribulation. It's exposed fear. It's exposed laziness. Yes, Lord. You didn't realize how lazy you was until the economy shut down. And you got to laying down and you're like, I ain't getting back up no more. <laughs> Why was I ever getting up this early? Why was I ever in this commuter traffic? I'm resigning. No, you lazy. A lot of people here are going to be going back to work soon because it, these, entre, these entrepreneurial streets ain't as good as, not as easy as it looks from the outside. If you can't, if you can't be disciplined enough to work for somebody else, you're probably not disciplined enough to work for yourself. It's supposed laziness, which has now evolved to devolved and dissolve to trifleness. I ain't never seen so many trifling folks. This pandemic has brought out all the trifleness in people. We were in a meeting last week <laughs> with one of our members and uh and I, I was around the house, and I knew I had this meeting around 10 o'clock. So I put on a sweater. I put on a sweater. I sat down in the meeting, and I had my pajama bottoms on. <laughs> so long as I was in the meeting, and then something happened. The phone rang, and rang the doorbell, and I got up and went to. And, and Pastor Marcia said, you, I said, you I said, well, thank God at least I had my pajamas on. I said it was one of my spiritual daughters. It was all right. But perhaps, y'all, what has been most exposed is selfishness. Selfishness, which, and this concerns me the most because the other two primary things that I mentioned, fear and laziness, those are personal issues. But selfishness has a negative impact on other people. One of the consequences of this pandemic is that it has unfortunately either produced or at least revealed selfish Christians. But what's made it even worse, some of that selfishness has really been a byproduct of narcissistic Christians. Narcissistic Christians. Now, narcissism has been defined as a self-centered personality. It's a personality style characterized as having an excessive interest in one's physical appearance. They were saying now that who was really winning also during the pandemic are plastic surgeons. 
Yeah, I'm explaining why. Particularly getting eye lifts and nose jobs and lips done. Why? Because people didn't know how big their nose was till they stared at it all day on Zoom. <laughs> Seriously. And so they say they 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 even have a there's a there's a psychological disorder term that they've given to this of people now who have as a result of Zoom meetings looking at themselves all day now are feeling bad about themselves getting low self-esteem because come on usually just stay in the mirror in the mirror and going about your business go to work okay but now you're looking at yourself all day that's why we be on Zoom and I be asking people Question, and they don't hear me because they ain't even look at me. They look at their box. <laughs> Narcissism, excessive preoccupation with one's own needs and often at the expense of others. That's the real bad part about being narcissistic. It's not just. Be you so concerned with just you that others suffer as a result of it. Now, we ought to have a healthy self-esteem. Okay? Part of our original aspect of our vision that we used to emphasize that I got from the church that I came from that really birthed some things in me. We talked about spiritual self-esteem, education, and economic prosperity. Okay? We ought to have a healthy self-esteem, but a narcissistic personality does exactly what Romans 12 and 3 tells us not to do. Romans 12 and 3. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. He said, I'm, I, I got enough grace on me to tell you that you should not be thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to think. The operative word there is more. We all ought to recognize I am a, you know, I'm, I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation, peculiar people. I've been called out of darkness to the marvelous light. You know, I have light on the inside of me. I, Christ is in me, the hope of glory. I have this treasure in earth and vessel. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And I, what I call that, I called that the other night, Godfidence. But he says here, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Not just highly, more highly. I used to say this, you, you know, you, know you, 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 you may be, you may be a, a bag of chips, but you ain't no barbecue Pringles. <laughs> Romans 12 and 3, the Amplified says, for by the grace unmerited favor of God given to me, I warn everyone one among you, here we go, I love the amplified version of this, not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought, here we go, not to have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance. If you ain't scared of the person sitting there, say, ask, do you have an exaggerated opinion of your own importance? <laughs> an exaggerated opinion. Y'all know when people exaggerate, exaggeration is, is, is a big way that we say stretching the truth. Which really means lying. 
Don't have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance. But to rate his ability with sober judgment. Each according to the degree of faith apportioned by God to him. Sober means clear thinking. Don't have an exact, don't think, don't have an exaggerated uh, opinion of your own importance. Just think only of you and is, everything's about you and life is about you and, and the world exists uh, uh, because you and, 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 and uh, you, you, the, the world uh, turns around on the axis of your finger. Narcissism is a problem for Christians because it's the antithesis of how Jesus teaches us to be. It's the antithesis of what Paul writes in the epistles of how Christians ought to behave, particularly with respect to other people. Paul says in Philippians 2nd chapter, verse 3 through 5, he said, let nothing, let what? Nothing, combination word of two words, no thing, let no thing be done through strife or vain glory, just about you. Don't let everything, don't, he said, don't be doing things just for competition, to win over other people, and don't be doing things just so everybody can look at you. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not, look not, don't look every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind, think like this, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. He said, because he became a servant and made himself of no reputation. He said, it ain't about me. Jesus, Jesus would do things and say, don't. Don't, don't tell anybody who did this. Well, well who is, don't, don't worry about who I am. Just, just be healed. Go on about your business. During the pandemic, it's been easy to become complacent with our lives as long as we're getting what we need or desire. But God never desired us to be self-centered Christians. In this powerful message, Bishop Herbert Bailey reminds us that it's bigger than you when it comes to God's purpose in our lives and the purpose of our salvation. To order this message, call 877-798-5433 or order online at rdci.info via the store tab. Just ask for It's Bigger Than You. Stay connected with us online and in person. Stream our services live on YouTube, Facebook, or on rdci.info via the Watch Live tab on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Wednesdays, stream our Bible study at 12 noon and 7 p.m. On Fridays, Women's Bible Study airs at 12 p.m. If you're in our local area, join us for services in Columbia, South Carolina at 3506 Broad River Road. If you're in Orangeburg, Florence, or Fort Mill areas, join us for live services there. To find out more about individual campus service times and locations, visit our website at rdci.info.